This is Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. Perfect Organism is the only exclusive alien podcast of its kind, with our official discussion group, the Wayland Yutani Bulletin. Expendable. The next time they sent in Marines, they were expendable too. What makes you think they're going to care about a bunch of lifers who found God at the ass end of space? You really think they're going to let you interfere with their plans for this thing? They think we're... we're crud. And they don't give a fuck about one friend of yours that's, that's died. Not one. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Mike McCullough. I'm joined by uh, Dave Gogol. We are here. Uh, we're members of the Perfect Organism uh, podcast, and uh, we've decided to do something a little different here. Uh, Dave and I are both big into the comics and a lot of the creature effects, so we've uh, actually been privileged by, uh, by Jamie and Ryan to do a new series. It's going to be called uh, Engineering Better Worlds. So, uh, Dave, how are you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Well, excited to get this started. Absolutely, man. I, I'll tell you what. I I know, I know you just recently got the book as well as I did the uh, the making of Covenant, and I'll tell you what. It's absolutely insane. Um, I, I know. Like I said, I haven't stopped looking at it. I got it on the on the uh, the coffee table, but it's every couple minutes. I'm like, how do I look at everything, or you know, should I check anything out? So, um, I know you've been you've been all over the concept art. Um, I mean, yeah, any- I've been a huge fan of that for a long time, and. Anyone who, whether you're a fan of the movie or not, I can't recommend this um, this art of making a buck enough. It's just it's just bloody awesome. So, what uh, what I want to do here is we just want to give uh, everybody you know kind of our breakdown of, of some of the things that we really we caught on to in the uh, in the movie here. Um, so I want to get your take first, Dave. Um, I know we are, we've been talking lately about the different uh, type of uh, you know I guess you call them the morphs. Um, you know we have the you know the neomorph, the protomorph, the xenomorph. Uh, the fully function one, and uh, I just want to get your take. What, um, what do you think of the facehugger concept? How did how did that take to you? That was pretty cool. I mean, it was different. I didn't expect a traditional facehugger, um, and that's what we got. It kind of had this funky insect, almost um, real, just raw look to it. It was it was different than the normal. I thought it looked pretty cool. It was um, it was it was pretty creepy. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought at first. When I saw some of the uh, the ideas early on, what it was going to be like, and and it almost had like a built together, like it was built, like it, you know, yes. it almost had like it looked like finger bones, and it Correct. was it was crazy, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I'm, you know, I could see it being built from different pieces, but then when they, we finally get it to it, and uh, I guess Orem eventually gets the one on him, like it was the original. That's you know that was the one I was expecting to see. Yeah, um, look, it was crazy. Awesome. And the way it just freaking suffocated him was great. Oh yeah, how about how about the part where where it gets out and it's kind of like scattering around the room and it's like fully yes. it's just dashing. Yes, <laughs> yes, that the way it was skittering around like some sort of gigantic creepy ass spider. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and I guess I mean, and now we've I guess we've kind of come to the conclusion now too that you know it's no longer where it has to you know put the tube down their throat and actually lay an embryo because it was on. Uh, I think was it Loeb? I think it was on him for what a matter of minutes. 
Um, yeah, that was um, that was a little, little little questionable, but we could uh, <laughs> we could yeah. discuss that another time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, was, we'll uh, go for that for now. That that that, that kind of kind of had my hashtag nerd rage a little raging a bit. I'm like, uh, what? I'm yeah. all for uh, a little different takes, but I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I was I yeah, like I said, I, I have to agree with you. I, I was good to see. You know, that was the one thing. The facehugger was probably one of those things I was kind of worried about. And to see it sort of in its, I guess what we could saw, you know, are are the normal um, look of it uh, was really cool. Like I said, that was pretty neat. Um, What did you, how about the Neomorph? That was, uh, what did you think on that? I thought the Neomorph was fucking fantastic. I mean, it could have been the the feature creature um, of the film. It was a terrifying, like a beluga whale type shark ghost look to it was creepy as hell yeah i and oh. it especially when the the scene went after they first attacked and then it came running back when walter's focusing on you like what the hell is he looking at then you hear the dum, 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 and then it jumps out that was great yeah i i have to agree i <clears throat> i i'm a i mean i love the original you know the original Zenos is, is will always be my favorite. Oh, of course, but yeah, that, those things were lethal. Those if they, were. If, if they'd have given them a good, you know, probably another, you know, I don't know what half hour or so of screen time, they were just lethal. And then yeah, they they could have carried the movie easily. Well, now is easily. that is that a concept? Wasn't the Neomorph that was a concept that they had originally did for Prometheus? Correct. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I just wonder because I can remember seeing people. I remember they well, – that's what they called it. They called it the Beluga. I remember they, they had concept art um, yeah. for Prometheus. And, but, and supposedly in some of the really early drafts of, um, of Resurrection, there was um, some idea with uh, where Whedon drew up um, the guys getting uh, – the crew of the Betty getting attacked by some uh, aliens in the field that were supposedly white. So I don't know if that's where they kind of – uh, it was an idea they've been using, wanting to do the franchise for a while, but it was it was awesome. Oh yeah, I, I, I my one thing is, and I'll ask you this one. This is something that always kind of gets to me. I wonder what the deal is with the elongated skull. I think it's because they were just taken straight from they were morphed from from humans. I'm guessing I don't know if it was some sort of egg morphing thing or type some of his splicing with the human dna because they weren't you know from the face hugger so they yeah. were different type of different type of creature now we got the the uh the neomorph um is the the backburster but we also yes. got it we also got to see it in the form where it actually came out uh of the mouth which was absolutely yeah oh my <laughs> goodness that was brutal i i I, what, I, I I thought the backburster was brutal but that was that was a little crazy. That's uh, I I think it is funny. Everybody makes the uh the discussion, but I think it's funny that when this always happens, it it it's always guys, like you know. It's, yeah. It's just funny, you know, the backburster and. That's speaking. Of that, I was reading some of um Giger's books, and one of the things, one of the uncomfortable thing is that is the uncomfortableness of of a guy, of a guy getting pregnant, a guy getting raped. That's mm-hmm. part of it. It's supposed to be us. We're supposed to feel awkward. We're not supposed to be like, oh, all right. It's yeah. not supposed to. You're supposed to cringe in your seat a little bit and you know cross your legs or you know, uh, you well, know, shift in your seat a, seat a bit. That's that's what it's supposed to, and that's awesome. Well, it's, well, not it, awesome, it, yeah. but you know, it's cool. <laughs> I have to say, it takes total effect because uh, I yes. am. That was absolutely. Uh, uh, it gets it gets you right <laughs> in the feels. I guess they would say. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Neomorph, yeah, it, it, and I guess in the thing of it too, I noticed too, is it, it changes super fast. Um, it started yes. off it's small, and even the small ones, I know you see it very shortly in the um, in the actual lab or the, the, the medic bay when it first comes out as back, but it, it, it grows extremely fast. Um, yeah, because it yeah. comes out. And I thought the the um, the runner, or dog alien, whatever you want to call it, alien three, grew pretty fast because that was the same thing. It grew, you know, what they call it, like a Bambi burster. It grew. It wasn't the typical, um, you know, chest burster. So it, I mean, these things grew really fast. Yeah, I it was uh, it, like I said, it was just and when it it, it was just the whole feeling of that was just creepy because it's like I guess that's the whole play where we have on sort of it has a humanoid look. And I think that freaks you out a little bit too because you're kind of like, you know, where does this kind of fit in? And this kind of creeps me out that this thing looks kind of like me. I guess that's the whole yes. the whole point. Um, but like I said, it it came out and it was just uh, it was rare and and they're so fast. Like I, that was another thing too when they were in the field. Um, I mean, just like you'd see pieces here and there. Next thing you know, they were like right in the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy little almost child being thrown into a wood chipper type screeches they had. Oh, I was like, what it was, was oh, that? It was. And, 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 you know, and that's what we've said too. I mean, you know, <clears> blood curdling. Yeah, the beginning of that movie, it, that, that was some of the greatest stuff because it was like, yeah. you know, it was, it was really putting you in and you were seeing stuff that you hadn't seen before. And I think even the people out there that are the, you know, the, the pure, you know, this is what we want. This is what we want to see. They were even like, you know, this is really cool. Like this is, yeah. you know, something, it's not totally off the wall, but it's enough that it really gives you that creep and it scares the crap out of you. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what I think a lot of people <laughs> talked that the backburster scene was, um, in my opinion, was phenomenal. That was, yeah, that, that was, was one insane. of the, it's a shame they showed a little too much of it. And that they showed the scene during the, um, the alien uh, little little teaser after you saw it in the theaters on um, Alien Day, but like I like me and Jamie were saying, I mean that's the scene I could watch over and over and over again. And another cool thing about good old uh, HR was I was in his books. So he has a piece of art which is this back of a spine that almost looks alien and biomechanical. So I'm thinking they probably use that as some of the, um, you know. Um, motivation to do that scene because it, it looked like that. It was great. Oh, I think you know what? I think you had posted that. I think I took a look at that. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It almost looked exactly like the way his spine yeah. when it started to protrude yes. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm guessing that the neomorph is kind of the the midway point. Um, it seemed like it was something on its own because it came from you know the spores. Um, yes. You know, it wasn't it like was, a, a straight in, you know, like a infection or a straight in. Uh, right. You know, it was it was something natural. Yeah, um, it was it was human DNA with, you know, with the Xeno, with the Xenovirus, whatever the fuck they want to call it. And it was straight human alien combination. Yes. Yes. It was it was uh, without a doubt, probably one of the, the coolest and the creepiest things. And, it, you know, the, the, what, what my thing is, is if, if the spores are in the air. You know, that would be I, I know everybody's saying about how, you know, well David created this and David created this and now does that mean that he created everything and, and you get the point that, you know, maybe he had a a point in it here when he unleashed, you know, the the black goo that went airborne and then it kind of infected everything. But really, I mean, evolution's taken this toll. That's I mean, that's all you know, because they're I guess they call what do they call them blood what they called bloodborne? 
I think is what they called them because they like when they showed the picture, like it actually could go into your cells. It wasn't like a, you know, an embryo. It was actually like right from a cellular level. That's just, that is uh, some creepy, creepy stuff. Um, so then I guess we had, let's see, we had the neomorph and then it was the, I guess you would say what what would be the xenomorph, but it was the full grown chestburster. Um, yeah, I think I think they're just calling it xenomorph. The protomorph is something I wore that's kind of flung around there, but I think they're just calling it straight up, just a straight up xenomorph. Yeah, that that was uh, that. It was it was weird because I, I'm I'm on the same page with you. Uh, you know, with you and me being you know have reading you know novels and being big into the comic books. It kind of took anybody who never saw the comics kind of get this idea like, you know, oh, it was really hokey or like that makes no sense in the timeline or anything. But like like I said, when, when I read the comic books, I've seen the strangest things come. Like Bro, we, we, we've seen everything oh. and anything in there. So yeah. for this, for us, it's just like, all right. Yeah, like not, for like, – not, not the greatest, but – all right, I've yeah. seen worse. Yeah, I'll do it. That works for me. Like, I've seen worse. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've come accustomed now through reading the comics. Like, I've come accustomed to whatever they implant, they're going to end up having the characteristics of that. You know, yes. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's been out there crazy. I mean, I, I've seen, you know, this is, I know this is comics, but Aliens versus Batman, I saw a crocodile alien. Yeah, they had a um, you know, Joker I, alien. Yeah, Joker. I mean, there was the – so whatchamacallit in the new one uh life and death the aliens kind of all looked they were a little little off yeah so there's always i mean and especially too these are the first you know the the first aliens the yeah. so i don't expect it to come out and then it looks like the big chap it looks like a, a warrior this is the it's supposed to be the the first of its kind or the first of its kind again if he's assuming he's recreating what the engineers did or whatever it's not going to look like what we know and yeah. that's fine though i do wish i think looking through the book the the practical effects were absolutely fantastic i wish they would have showed us off a little more i think it would have looked a little more terrifying because the cgi kind of made it look a little little too glossy a little too you know a little too much like um you know, like you're taking the toy out of its packaging or a video game yes but seeing the you know the, the viciousness of it and I know it didn't have the the hunter type aspect that we've seen in other movies, how slick and smart it is, but this is it's not gonna be. It's the first it's arguably the first of its kind. It's not gonna have any of those traits right away. So it was like in a you know, something you see on Animal Planet or Nat Geo Wild, just a vicious creature out to kill everything. Well, I, I think the coolest thing was is it it grew super fast. I mean super <laughs> fast. And the the, yeah. the the cool thing is like when you saw it though. Now, like this was the one that ended up being on uh, top of the ship with Daniels and yes. chasing her down in that whole nine yards. And you actually get to see like when it grows up and it got larger, it kept the real sleek, like the muscles. Yeah, it looked, and it looked it, good. It didn't it didn't get biomechanical. It it was natural. Like it you right. know, it followed its steps. It wasn't like, okay, how did we get from this to this thing that's got big, gigantic, bulking shoulders and you know, right. all the it tubes. wouldn't make any sense. It it was perfectly timed. You know, the way I did it, like, not only that, but, I mean, getting back to, like, as I said, like, the Neomorphs, like, I know I say that a lot, uh, they're, they were so sleek, they, you yes. know, they, you could really see the progression, like, you could see, okay, here we have this one, and this one, the Neomorph almost had a human-like body, 
I right, mean, it had right the around. skin, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And then you got to the next step, and now we had like the exposed ribs, and you, you get to see the the more bulk and like the the bone structure of it. And it just it was so cool to see how it just progressed as it you know from one to another. <clears throat> um, and I and I know people hated that it was out in the open and everything, which I agree with. But the movie was set out in the open, and I know it kind of took away from the creepiness and the hauntingness of it. But being that it was out in the open, you were going to see it. Mm-hmm. You were going to see what it looked like. And I thought, even if future movies don't do it again, it was, at least for once, it was kind of neat to see it all in the, seeing it all, all its glory. Not a little hints here and there. Yes. You know, it was, it was pretty cool. And some of the action sequences that they shot with it were just really cool to watch. Well, that, that was the neat thing. Because if you look at it, there's a jump. Because, okay, you have the Neomorph. Right, the neomorph, both of them came directly from somebody's body. They didn't come from an egg Correct. that was already laid. So if you look at them, like even in the scenes when the neomorph, uh, the the one uh, soldier is in Pi David's lab and she's in by the water and it comes down from the corner, they have a normal person's mouth, like yep. you know, the teeth. Yep. They have the normal ears. Yep. Now I don't, I don't think they had the eyes. They just have the ears, um, from what I saw from some of the, the closer up pictures. But you have that, and it's so cool because you see like what the direct evolution would be from a human being, without yeah. anything. Yeah, it was it was human DNA. Yeah. with it was literally it looked like it was should it looked like it should like it split from one of us and turned into an alien, like an an infection. And then you then and on the other side of that, then you have you know the xenomorph where you see you know this is something that evolved from something from something and then was put in in that form and didn't take on other than the fact of its you know the arms and legs and stuff like that it it's totally on the other end of the spectrum (laughs) like and just it's it was so neat like that was the coolest thing is that they made the ones that were straight you know into the human body born and then the ones like your xenomorph that is you know actually implanted it was so cool to see the definition like the difference in them yeah, um, and that it, was. It, I know it was kind of like a, a Friday the Thirteenth Michael Myers type kill, but that shower kill was fucking great. Oh yeah, that was. It was. Oh. I, I don't know. It was kind of by the numbers, and you know, not really anything too original. But it just looked cool. I oh. mean, it was effective when he just took its secondary jaws and went bop, that, right through. And the, the cool thing was, if you you got to see behind, like when she first sees it's there, it almost has that like that kind of like that side movement. Where it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's waiting and then whack and then it just came out. And even though you, I mean, as I said, every time one of them attacked or bit somebody or jumped, I jumped in the theater. Yeah. I, I knew <laughs> yeah, it was coming, <laughs> but it was, it's shock value. It's, it was perfectly timed. I mean, yes. you, you can't, you couldn't ask for anything better than that. Um, so I guess we have, so you have your neomorph and then what you would consider the, the full born, you know, skinny muscle bound xenomorph. And then you had the, the third iteration which I don't know what you'd want to call that. You know, would that be the, would that be kind of like the, you know, like it would be like a sec, second gen xenomorph. Yeah. I guess like a xenomorph volume two. Because even, it, even it itself, you know, it was even evolved more than the one you had just seen five minutes ago. You yeah. know, now that one did have a little bit more of an evolution in it too, because I know that's the one that infected <clears throat> Lope. Um, and then the thing is too, we never got to see the chest burst. No. And it, they kind of, it wasn't too clear 
how that happened, like we were just saying before, was it in the 30-second uh, taste hugger kiss, or was it when he was, when um, David slash Walter, Wave it or whatever you want to call him, was, um, you know, helping him in the, um, you know, in the trip up when he said, you're okay, or you're fine, did he put extra little infection on his side, did he do something while he was sleeping, who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's, that. that's, uh, that's a, you know, and that's, that's what I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, that ended up being, you know, we didn't see it, but you're just supposed to assume that, okay, because before that, I guess Tennessee comes in and Daniels is there and they kind of have that moment and then she goes to sleep. Yes. So, so you, don't, was... you don't know if it, it could have been during the night, you know, you could t- be talking six, seven, eight hours. Right. You know? It wasn't, it wasn't an immediate, you know, you didn't see it happen right away in real time in 45 seconds. Like you said, it could have been a more traditional type Zeno. Oh man, I'll tell you what though, that, that, some of those scenes were incredible. I mean, the, the movement, yes, a lot of it was CGI, but the, when it comes, I believe it comes down the stairs or down the ladder and it yeah. kind of like slinks around the room and then rolls back into where, you know, David can see it in the, uh, in, uh, the, the view screen. Like that was the first part of the movie. I was like, this is what I remember. Like yeah. now it, now I... I'm like, you know. I loved when it um, snapped at the camera to take it out and David just kind of went back a little like, huh, I didn't expect that. Oh yeah. That was crazy. I thought that was a neat little, neat little touch. Like, huh. Yeah. I'm going to write that down in my notes. (laughs) It was cool. Cause I mean, that's what he was doing. He would literally put it there because he wanted to see, it was just another of like, you know, teacher and student. Like, yeah, okay, another, here's, here's my design. Now I want to see. Okay, another this... another test run, you know, kind of like they have the little uh, rats in the in the maze. All right, let's put this little treat down and see what happens. Go yeah. on. Go get oh. him. Go get Daniels in Tennessee. Go get him. Go get him. I, I am. I will say, and like I said, I, I'm just, you know, I was a little bummed because I would have liked there were some really cool scenes that you got to see on some. I'm assuming they're going to be on the extras maybe <laughs> or like that. But, you know, that where it comes leaping down the tunnel. Oh, with the red lighting? Oh, yeah. That Come one. On, and man. Then, How do you leave that out? And then the, and not only that, but the one where uh, Daniels is standing there and she's saying, you know, where is it at? And it says four yeah. meters above you. And you get that awesome alien, like, scaling the wall, hanging. Oh, yeah, it was just – it looked phenomenal. They, I have to say that's one thing. <laughs> the mixture of CGI and um, practical effects were amazing. Yes. Like, I, I really – I did not have anything that I was like – you know, oh, that looks so unrealistic. You know, it it, it looked it, it felt right. You know, it wasn't too overdone or or to where you're like, oh, here we go, this is gonna be nothing but CGI. I mean, the the creatures the, looked. Yeah, menacing. the first the Xeno being born could could have maybe been cleaned up a bit, especially when that's supposed to be like the big money shot of the of the movie. That probably could have been tightened up a bit. But the rest was the rest was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my that was my I guess I could say too. That's probably my only flaw that I really found in it was when it came out. It it almost had a marionette kind of look to it. Yeah, which that, I, which was you know I think was I think was they were going for, but they probably could have made it look a little a little less um, you know video gamey if you want to say. Well, not you know I wondered too when. When Orem gets the face hugger and he's laying in that egg chamber, like that's another thing too. How long was that? You know, right. because because he had come back to walk and talk to him, and then he's laying there, and then you're you're talking maybe what thirty minutes, 
I mean, that's it's, a, it's, that's a fast. I'd have to watch it again to 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 really get a decent time um, elapse judgment. But I, I don't I don't know. I just remember thinking it was great when David was fucking throwing the rocks at him. Like, come on, yeah, come on. Oh, he's come like, on, come yeah, out like, for... he was bored. He's, so he's come on, come like... on, <laughs> come out for daddy. Come on, come on, um, come on, come on. I did like. Um, I'll tell you what the the. Um... The later on scene where the xenomorph is uh, finally chasing down Daniels in Tennessee, and it's into they're standing up on that platform, and it slowly walks into the room. Yes, that was kind of gauging gauging the room. Like, all right, where are these little bastards? Oh, and, and the coolest thing yeah. is at the final what they showed in the movie was awesome too because they put the skull back in. Yes, where you could see the skull just enough under yes. the glaze of the like its, yep. its hood was amazing, but <clears> it. it Oh, it just like I said, you know that that's the kind of thing that makes me really excited because seeing the practical effects and the CGI effects that they used makes me think anything from here on out is going to just be phenomenal. Yeah, like they're, I thought they're that the mix. Alien Vision was great too. We haven't seen that since Alien yeah. Three. I thought that was a a neat little touch. I thought it was done pretty cool. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was actually yeah, really kind of cool. an under the radar neat little neat little touch. They just kind of did it without really. You know, really slickly, and it was pretty cool. Which is neat because I, I would have thought that would have been something that everybody would have picked up on, and nobody uh, said anything about. And it's cool uh, because you wonder if that means that there's eyes underneath the, you know, the 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 carob, like the the skull, and it's actually looking through, and that's the slime running down. Like you I, know what I mean? I don't think they have eyes per se. I kind of think there's some sort of mix of like, um, I don't want to say bats, but like, um. Like a sonar, where they just use yeah, like a sonar, or they they sense they have other heightened uh, senses um, other than eyes that kind of you know help with their hunting abilities. That's my guess, at least. Oh yeah, no, I I, I totally look. If you if you think about it, when he was going through, it did have like a pulse, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, and it, like I said, we we got the elephants in the room. Um, also, I wanted to talk to you about I. I think we both agree on this that uh, David's lab may have been in itself one of the coolest thing, bar none, in an aliens movie that I've seen. Yeah, um, it was. I was obsessed with it. the first time I saw it. I'm like, what is this? I mean, I was, I was like, I saw it the first time in IMAX. So when they went into that lab, I was just like, I'm gonna take in everything I can. <laughs> And the second time I did the same thing. I mean, whew. Now, did you did you find anything in the <clears> room? Like, did you pick anything out on any of the specific pictures that you that caught your eye? I know a lot of people have been talking about certain things that were there were hidden. there were a bunch. I caught the the face hugger on the wall. Um, there were a couple versions of that. What else did I see? There were like these little. A couple sea creature type things. One almost looked like um, a sand crab or um, like an egg sac carrier. This one looked like a, a sea urchin. And, like he was experimenting with everything. It looks like those that xenovirus, those spores. He tried. I mean, he was trying everything to find the the, the right balance. There was these funky looking, um, almost prehistoric looking fish creatures. These huge crickets. I mean, it was pretty badass. What's cool is is hearing you say that really is brought something to me too, is that kind of makes me think how close to this how close this planet was was it to Earth, 
Because if you noticed, a lot of the stuff that he had pictures of is pictures of things that we have. Like, yeah. So you wonder if, you know, okay, so we, we're going in a, you know, a whole different direction here. But you have the engineers that supposedly went around and they were the ones that, you know, spawned and started evolution off on all these different planets, including ours. So is that where, you know, okay, this planet really was that close to ours because they have the same flora and fauna and the whole nine yards. And then he already knew, oh, I know what this animal is and I know what I can do with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. I mean, if this was their world or or one of them i mean there was plenty plenty to toy with yeah well i know you you had brought up you'd showed me some of uh you actually sent me some of the concept art and stuff that you had seen and there was some crazy stuff i mean um i think one was there was there was a dog yeah uh, there was there was a there was a concept of they had toyed with the idea of david experimenting with the animals there and he kind of had a little a little sidekick and the dog almost looked like something from a mix of a resident evil or the strain with this huge, you know, skull. It looked like something from out of the comics, actually. It looked really cool. I don't think it would have come off too well in the, in the movie. It would have looked like something out of a, you know, out of resident evil, but it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, there was there. Uh, I know you said there's that. And did you see, there's also one, I believe it, it was this humongous towering thing and it, it looked like a troll. But it was actually looked like an an engineer was somewhere. Had I think, been... I think he was. It was a stripped down engineer, and he was using his using their organs for Lord knows what. Oh, it was it was it was crazy, <laughs> um, you know. And and just the the just the um, I know in his room in his lab, there's different heads. Uh, there's one that that looks almost like a a xenomorph that we would have seen. There's one that actually looks like one of the xenomorphs from Resurrection. It has like yeah. the, the vampire teeth. I don't know yeah, if you I saw think that, that was that was his, uh, you know, part of his his failed neomorph experiments. I saw there was that one. Uh, there was like a, there was a cross section of one. Yeah. Um, you know which one looked really gnarly, and I say it in that way too, is the one that it looks like a, a neomorph, but like half of one of its cheeks is gone, where you can see yeah, like the teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that thing was crazy. Like yeah. it just, you know, some of that stuff. Um. Now, of course, I, we, go ahead. Uh, it's like I think the movie – I know they want to leave stuff out, and it's like they almost sometimes chose the wrong stuff to leave out because some of the stuff in this lab, it, it it had that old alien horror, terrifying, make you you know kind of squirm in your seat type feel. I mean had they shown flashbacks of some of the stuff he was doing, I think would have added more horror to the movie. Yes. And I know some of it's going to be in the book, but that does nothing for the movie because people are going to see the movie. There's only going to be a small percentage of people that read the books. I mean, if to see some of the stuff on screen would have been brutal. Oh, yeah. Well, even like you said, some of the pictures that are hanging – I mean there's hundreds of pictures hanging. Whoever, yeah. the, whoever, whoever the art person was – that that actually had to like or the scene set you know that, that did all that stuff that had to put all yeah. them up god it bless them it was dane oh. hallett and son of a bitch i'm drawing a blank dane hallett and uh matt hatton that did all the drawings on the um on the for, for david's room they were gorgeous <sighs> like just i mean absolutely yeah. you know the one that is actually on the cover of the book we have um which which has more of like it's it's actually one giant it's almost like a, an elongated skull. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is absolutely creepy. The only thing I don't I didn't yeah. like about it is it it has a species feel to it. 
Yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? It's it, you know, like I said though, that's Geiger. That that's his or Giger. That's his work too. You know, so yeah, yeah. you know, there it is. Um, but you know, just yeah, I mean, you could go around that <clears> whole room and just the the parts of body parts, like it was. It's like Frankenstein's laboratory. That's exactly yeah. yeah. You know, I think there was a his, bowl. What, what did he call it? His uh, his beautiful bestiary. Yes, yes. The the the. One... Uh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Um, they had the. Uh, what was it in the one room? There was a. It looked like a head. It was half a head just floating in a yeah. bowl. You know, yeah. That had been stripped, and it just like you. You figure he'd been there for what they say ten years. Is that is that yeah, the, the time span? Ten years fucking around. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness, he's been. He was just taking apart everything. Yeah. Um. What, you know. I really. I know what some of the concept are, but some of it is. It's an engineer, but to me. Some of the stuff he experimented on, it looks like it was not an engineer. It looked like a, a space jockey um, on the face. It's If any of you have the art book, it is page 141. I mean, it looked like pieces from an actual space jockey. It's not just a helmet. It's a, some sort of funky-looking face. To me, that's what it looks like. Oh, yes. Yeah. It, eh? it, 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 eh? Yeah. Huh? That's not an engineer. That's huh? something else. That's something else. <laughs> Like I said, I you know that's that's the old jump in the ship. You know we have no idea what you know who knows what where it's going from. But yeah, that that was very creepy. Um, you know it almost looks like it almost looked like it had like a like a, a bull or like a cow. You know how they're yeah. You know it's it's but it's just it's all creepy. I mean, it really is like this. You know and I and I think there was a was there a version like a newer version of the hammerpede. Um, I think that was in there. Yes. Yes. Um, but I mean, like I said, you you have no idea what could come out. And like, and some of them, like he had, uh, I know some of the concept art, and I think there was actually like three or four of them standing on one of the tables in his room. It actually looked like newborns, yes, like at different at different yeah. stages. And it's just like, yeah. So my thing is, there had to have been at some point where he was, he couldn't have killed off all of the engineers. You no, know, he, I'm he was, I'm sure at some part points he had a. Uh... Um, you know, uh, an absolute a fast food lineup of engineers that he was he was testing on because there's no way he wiped them all out. Yeah, yeah. Just like I said, it, some of the stuff is just amazing. Like his the, the lab itself, you know. And so I mean that, that brings me to my next point. So we're now at the point where we've seen. Okay, so David goes and. We saw the, the the final one that they blasted out into space and 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 took out. So then David comes or David comes walking in and we we know where that goes and then he decides to like throw up the two small facehugger embryos. Oh, the the little a the little um, right. facehugger embryos in a pod. Yeah. So be great wedding gifts, by the way. Oh yeah, you give I those mean, away at parties. Absolutely, everybody take one. You know, take one to your kids, to your, you know, whatever. Happy meals, maybe yeah. Happy Meals would be good fun. <laughs> they were uh, that that was a a pretty cool um, scene in itself. And you you just <coughs> like I I sat there and I thought, so there's two thousand colonists, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, what kind yeah. of what you know, that might be the the thing that a lot of people missed is okay, you got to a point, it abrupt, it stopped it the way it was, and everybody was like, oh, well, no, the answers were you know nothing was answered. I'm thinking. Myself, I thought there's two thousand colonists on this thing. Can you imagine where this goes from here? Yeah, he could. I mean, the fun he's gonna have. And I know 
a lot of the the rumors going around is a lot of people think a lot of those they become the eggs in the the crash derelict from yes. alien yes that i i did i was gonna say i, I somebody was talking you know what i think that it might have it been you on the other podcast i think you brought that up that is that's a really uh cool thought if if i mean i wasn't the only one i saw a lot of people uh mention even um I think even before the movie, right when it came out, if it done right, assuming we do get a, a sequel to this, I think it done right could be really cool. I mean, and they, if we get a sequel to this, they need to show him messing with these colonists. Because, I mean, you could do some sort of Hellraiser type effect on people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good way to get back to the horror of alien because i know that the black goo and the xenovirus is kind of uh divisive amongst people but what i think is cool about it is that it it gives a little hint of how the aliens could adapt to whatever the face lock is going to whether it's an ox a dog um a human you know uh you know whatever the the fact that it was once from you know that it was it was engineered that that's where it got it from it didn't just adapt so I thought that was a, a neat little, neat little touch. Though I still like the idea of them just being these terrors that did what they have to do to survive. But it kind of gives a little explanation without ruining anything. Yeah. To it, at least that's you know my view on it. Well, not only that, but so you go, you have David, and you see what he did in ten years in some you know cavern room with nothing, you know, using the basic tools. Now imagine now he's on a this humongous starship, you know this this ship. All the with technology. All the technology. He's got you know all kinds of medical supplies available to him, and um, yep. you just think like now all and, the company's access. Yeah. Access. You know, because I I believe now see that's where like I know they said at in the end of the movie he calls in and says sort of like that there's been you know everything that was going wrong with the ship and everything in the novel. Um, I believe doesn't in the novel doesn't he actually um, spoiler yeah alert, he says uh, doesn't yeah. He, yeah doesn't he actually uh, call <laughs> back and he actually he, addresses Wayland Utani yeah. yes okay that's what yeah. I was trying to get at I, I was trying to think how to put it but I know he does it so you know that's kind of cool too because that you know that just brings it further along and then you know you have all the the fan theories of like okay well did Ash actually know about this way before. You know, has this always been known about, but just kind of kept under the rug? You know, are we always trying to do it? Yeah, but I know we brought in the last in the reaction roundtable. I think it was, I think it was Charles who brought it up. It would have been awesome to show the company just little things. Peter getting these reports back. You know, yep. Just them knowing that this is all the the beginning of them knowing where to send the Nostromo. Just yeah. neat, just neat little touches like that. I think would have given the movie a little extra, you know, a little extra love. Yeah, it's it, it's surprising. Like I said, I you know, I, I'm with you, and and you know, I looked at it from a different point. My thing was the the creatures, you know, the experiments. Like I was all into that, and and it, which is funny because you see the engineers in Prometheus, and they have this the you know the huge ship. And they have all the star maps and all the the elect you know all the electronics and all the the crazy stuff <clears> on there, and then you get to the planet, and it's like like ancient Rome, 
to yeah. where where it's like yeah. technology. There's a skip, so you almost that's why a lot of people said, you know, are these two different, you know, are, there, are they? Those are two different versions of them, and you know, the one is kind of like this is the, um, I don't want to say like the Renaissance. You know what I mean? How that they have that kind of right. a feel to them, and then you have the 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 tech savvy, <laughs> I guess you'd say, like the the ones from Prometheus, and yes. it, you know, and that's another. Thing. I mean, they you know they they said that okay, you know, Prometheus took place. It was a weapons facility. They didn't want to house anything close, so they had a weapons facility that so everything was on a planet that it couldn't do anything, couldn't hurt anything, and it's just it, it you know that. In itself is is pretty cool. I think that's neat. That that's a whole area that they can. Yeah, explore. I even uh, saw a theory which I thought was uh, was pretty good. You know, what if you didn't go back to the engineers' home planet? What if this was just where the engineers were living that took part in those experiments? What if these were just some sort of you know outcasts and these were the engineers that were trying to destroy humanity? What if the actual race is not what if it was just those assholes what if they were the jerks saying yeah you know what these humans yeah i don't think we need these guys what if they were you know that was what they wanted to do and they didn't reflect the actual you know um feelings of the entire species so well let me run this past you could the engineers have been engineered well, that would also – another one of the theories is the space jockeys, the ones in the chair, are the ones who they're trying to copy. They yeah. stole their technology, and they're trying to run things, and then there's some you know, other, other war going on that, that maybe which – which is a theory that uh, most of us have liked, that the, the aliens have been around forever, and the engineers – or they were used as a weapon, and he's trying to copy what they did. Yeah, which I think makes a lot more sense. Oh, it does. I mean, it, you know, it's what it is. Is you know, they always talk about like uh, you know, the remember how the this is funny. I, I maybe this is why the this is Ridley's whole thing himself. But I know they always said how like the, how the ancient Romans they used to have guard dogs. Yes, like they would train dogs. You know, they were they were they would train them because those were their overseers. They were the watchers. They were the ones that when, you know, the, the Romans were sleeping, the dogs were the ones protecting. Okay, so now you look at it and you say, okay, so were the engineers like the Romans and the, you know, the xenomorph, was that their version of their, their guards? And yeah. then it, And then it kind of got out of hand. Okay, so now it's out of hand or we have to get this somewhere else because we can't have it where we are. And yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's cool because – you know, people don't think about it that way as in like there is like just so much stuff. It's such a broad – like just let your mind go crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the idea of, of the, the Xenos as uh, as weapons. Yeah. I, I think it's great. I think it's great. It's like I know the, the, the engineers themselves are kind of – are kind of controversial. I mean – I mean, I don't know about you from reading all the from reading the comics. I mean, fuck from playing the video games. Every time it was a space jockey, you know, when I was watching Prometheus, I expected, you know, this fifteen foot giant thing, and I didn't get it. And this show was disappointed. But then, uh, as I as the years have gone on, going on, I'm like, it'd still be cool to see, but maybe it was a little bit better that they did something different because now we're all expecting one thing. And we get something else. Well, I would, I would, I would uh, keep going from what you just said too. Um, if any, and like I said, I'm, I'm going to say this. I know Dave, I know you agree with me too. If anybody gets the chance to, you have to read um, Fire and Stone, 
and Life and Death, um, the, the Alien comic series, uh, because it actually ties a lot of stuff in, and you see kind of a background to it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, noticed I, – I know I wanted to say to you that I was going to go off what you were saying. If you noticed yeah, – I'm going to do it again. Spoiler alert if you didn't read the comics. <laughs> um, in the comics, the aliens will not go close to the engineers. Right. Like they, they, they won't – like they, they won't go in the ship. They won't go where he – like they completely like abandon where he is. Because it's it's almost like you know they know from breeding or evolution or whatever like you don't miss you know with this and it, it exactly like you said that's it's awesome to to think of them as as a weapon you yeah know? now you have just your, if, you, go if you're gonna read the comics just go in realizing they're comics because especially Fire and Stone gets batshit fucking insane by the end. Yes, it does. It, I mean, <laughs> you, you just got to take it with a grand insult. Life and death is a little more by the numbers, a little more, um, you know, ABC one, two, three, but they're, they're good reads. And if you're not big to the comics, at least seek out um, aliens destroying angels. It kind of has that Prometheus covenant covenant vibe. And some of you might enjoy that story better. I mean, it is. Yeah, I had never read that before. I had read it for the first time in one of the um, the Alien Omnibus collection. I was like, "How the fuck did I not read this before?" It is awesome. It absolutely is. I I, I can't. I, I totally mean, agree. I was reading this. I was like, "All right, this is um, this is this is a very well well told story in the in the Prometheus type vibe." Well, and, and like I said, not not to get off subject, and but I, I, like I said, you and I both have a, a passion for that. If you get a chance to anybody listening, make sure you read the comics. Go out and find them because there's 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 hundreds of them, and yeah. and and if you go into a movie and it, it opens up your 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 you know your bronze horizon because yes, like definitely. where you and I went to the movie and we see a creature and we're and and we're like, oh, that is really cool how they did that. You know what? That reminds me of when they did it in this or when they did it in this. Correct. Where other people see it and they're like, I don't understand this. Why? Why would it's it's got to be on the the face hugger, chest burster, xenomorph kill? Like there, you know, speaking. No, Speaking of, not to um, jump on that. Speaking of comics, Aliens Defiance. Um, oh. If you read any, if you read any of my reviews, hashtag shameless plug. Defiance. The last issue, the last couple issues, kind of, um, you know, um, tampered off, tapered off a bit. But Aliens Defiance, Defiance is amazing. Incredible and 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 amazing. And, and, and not they, to mention Dead Orbit. Yeah, Dead Orbit. Dead, 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 dead Orbit's really good and. Defines too. It does a lot of the similar stuff with the life cycle. You see a little bit in Covenant. They don't do a lot of the typical chestburster and normal-looking alien, and it works. Yes, it is the storytelling and the pace. It feels like Alien movie. And um, Davis, the um, android, and Hendrix, one of the main characters, are. Awesome. So well written, so well developed. I can't recommend it enough. Well, what's neat is, and two in that series, in Defiance, um, what is the, I'm trying to think of the, the doctor that they pick up. Um, is it, um, is it, son of a bitch. Um, it's not, it's name. I'm thinking Holloway. It's, it's not. It's, I was about, I was anyway. about to say that. Um, I, I, can't, I, can't I, I can't think of her name. But anyway, in the, it's funny because she is is such a cool character because but she it reminds you of sort of Shaw 
Um, yes. And that's that's what I wanted to get to next is is she reminds you that because there's a there's a certain scene in the comics and I don't want to ruin it for anybody but you'll if you read the Defiance you'll you'll eventually get to that point. Um, but another thing that that's my my other thing I wanted to talk about which was a big like everybody was where's Shaw where's Shaw where's Shaw like what happened to Shaw what happened and it was so funny because when we got to that point I was like oh I can't believe that happened to her <laughs> yeah like I, and it, uh, <laughs> it's what's funny too is a good portion of us just didn't connect with Shaw because I mean she, honestly she was a decent idea for a character but not well executed. And then when Alien Covenant came around, all of a sudden it turned into, what happened to Shaw? Where's Shaw? So it's like, all right. Mm -hmm. So that was, and we all had our theories, and then 90% of us were right. But when you see it, I mean, honestly, they could have, that's another thing they could have shown. They could have shown more. And it's another thing, which I know we're going to get in the, in, the, in the prequel book, but how do you not show her getting used as, as um you know experiments and dissection i mean that was brutal you just get a quick little flash and then daniel says something i mean that scene could have really had more weight to it yeah because this is a character we spent two hours um watching and trying to connect to and who had a freaking trilobite c-section and um met an engineer and traveled across the galaxy and then we get a dog tag and a little pan of poor Shaw being used as a, you know, a biology experiment. I, I, I uh, mean, good to actually see that would have, and people are sympathizing more with her now, but I think they would have really thought of her if we'd have gotten a flashback to seeing him using her organs for, you know, uh, you know, attempts at egg morphs or who the hell knows what, I mean, that was brutal. So we're we're if I'm correct on this, we're brought in to think that okay, so he dissected her, um, yes, used her you know reproductive organs to start I guess the the basics of the egg, uh, if, right. if, I'm, if I'm if I'm getting that correct, um, right. Now a lot of people right away were saying, oh well you know in it was said in Prometheus that she couldn't have children, she was infertile. Yeah. Okay. Right, but then she got infected with the um, the black ooze semen from Holloway, and yeah. she had a trilobite baby. So you know, miracles do happen. Yeah, people. which which is another cool thing because there is a part you 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 actually find out and you start to get an idea of why um, David was so animate about about Daniels. Yeah, because it's another female. Right. Um, you need he needs the female. Which then uses the face hugger to rape the men. Interesting little uh, dynamic right they, there. They always get us right in, like I said, right in the field. <laughs> um, so if anybody, and I want to say this, if anybody gets the, the and I don't want to keep going back to it, but the the concept art, there is a double page um, in the one point, and it is actually David standing at the head of the table with at the time, which was the concept of what they were going to do with Shaw, um, and then Orem is there, and it is absolutely. Um, gorgeous and disturbing at the same time, because she's completely she's there's no skin, it's all just like her muscle muscular tone and the whole nine yards. That to me is would have creeped me out more than the five seconds of just seeing her slip yes. up the middle. Yes, it, you know it's it. it 
I don't know. It's just it, like I said, it was so funny because everybody was so animated about like, where is she? Where is she? And then the one question that you would hope because they showed her flashback or of her, her hologram, they showed her dog tags, they showed her picture with Holloway, they showed all that stuff. And then when you finally, and then you, they showed her grave, you get all this stuff, and then you literally got a 10 second flash. Yeah. Now, there is another part though in that movie, uh, in the movie, where you actually see, I believe, I don't know if it's if it's the Neomorph or the Xenomorph. One of the two is actually up top looking down. Well, that's still they showed that still like right when the first couple pictures from the from the movie came out. And everybody thought, "Oh, look, there's an engineer cut open laying on the table." And it's Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. And and nobody knew it. And it, that that's one of the funniest things is like we, everybody was so animate about what happened to her and it was in, it was there the whole time from the beginning. Um, Another cool thing that from David's um, drawings with uh, Shaw was there's one that shows it looks like almost in a a womb type picture of uh, you know an alien and a, looks like almost Shaw or someone else half transformed and it's almost like in a a heart type drawing. It's really cool and probably make a great Valentine's Day card as well. I mean, it is, it is absolutely creepy as anything. Like it, it looks like, um, you know, he's just taking everything from her and using it to make this, you know, this alien. Yeah, it's. Whew. You know what's really cool too, and like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to backtrack, but the the dissected slices of the egg. Yeah. Oh, table, that was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he's, he's working on um getting it just right. Yeah, he's perfecting his uh his nightmare there, I guess you'd say. But it's cool cuz there's one that shows the, the how the uh the face hugger would actually sit inside the egg. Yes. And and you get the understanding of now how it springs out. Mm-hmm. Because its tail is curled up and it's just it's it's just neat because I for as much as people dislike this movie, there were so many things that if you just took the time and you you yeah. yeah, that's why the best thing to do was see it a second time, because yeah, you, I, you you had more time to you weren't waiting for the scares and the jumps. You were actually looking at everything. Right, right. I mean the 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 people the the bad parts were still they were still there the second yeah. time. But I was able, for me at least, all the positive stuff. And there's plenty of stuff which I, we we could always touch on um, another time as as well. But there was just so much cool stuff. Oh yeah. At least for at least for us. I mean. Yeah. David's lab alone. I'm probably gonna do a little little feature on just so much. The the the, the neomorphs as, as well were just. I mean, like I said, I think the movie. Not to go off on a, a different tangent, but the movie I think would have had a bit more focus to it had they just focused on them landing, and then the neos, because like you said, the neos deserved more screen time. Absolutely, I, I agree on you, that. You, you could have saved the, um, you know, the the first Xenomorph or whatever it was. You could have saved that for the sequel because the movie would have flowed a lot better with us learning more and them fighting off just those two or or more. If you even want to do more uh, more Neomorphs, it just they were cool enough, they were different enough. It gave us something else other than the standard Xenomorph, which is what we ended up getting in the end. Short was cool, short was fun, but those neomorphs they they had screen presence oh they yeah. were 
I mean, with the, to the the you know shark type bite and the that pasty ghosty look, it worked. It could have carried the last half hour, forty five minutes of the movie, and I think that was a bit of a misstep. And I think the new morphs deserve a little, a little more love, a little more, another, another face hug, if you will. Oh yeah. Oh well, you know what the the the, the thing is too, and and the neomorph, they were like super fast. They were like insanely vicious. They were just yeah. nasty. And it's so, yeah. it's cool, so cool because it, it's you see, you see the the like the you I would consider them like the piranhas, like they're just yes. you know okay. And then you have the xenomorph who is kind of like the lion. You know where it kind of it stalks, it's quiet, it plans everything yep. out, it knows a step yep. ahead. So it's so neat to know that there's two different species that are just like right. they're both the yeah. per- like literally they're the perfect killing machine yeah. in their own way. Um, you know it's funny to talk about them. We were saying about the neomorph when when they're in the grass, and I hate to reference it, but all I could keep thinking about was the raptor attack in Jurassic World oh, yeah. or uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, a little- where you yeah. just see them up and, you know, get everybody – and, of course, everybody get out of the long grass. <laughs> and it was everybody do. They get in the tall – the real high stuff. Um, but it was – you know, it was cool. You know, another thing too, David kept – you know, they all had acid blood. Yes. Um, you, you got to see that, you know, throughout the movie, which was pretty neat. Even though the way they looked, they all had the acid blood. Um, so my thing is – I I'll ask you the question. What do you think happened – in your mind, what do you think happened to Shaw? Did he – did David kill her? Did something happen to her? You know, because the way he sort of acts around her, like he really had a a connection to her. Yeah. And you wonder, did you don't you it almost feels like he wouldn't have done something to her, but something happened and then he was like, Well, you know, hey, I have a dead female body, I guess I might as well use it to further, you know, she can bring life to something else. Um he, she, I think she was um she was a means to an end. Yeah. He was – his mission, he was always – he was always different. I mean even from the the day one of his um, of his inception was, you know, he knew he was better than us and he knew what Waylon wanted to do. So in his own twisted, you know, fucked up way, this is his way of carrying on Waylon's mission. This is – this is him doing what he needs to do to live forever, to be God. And when he realized after studying what this xenovirus could do, he's like, all right. And especially once he realized the female reproductive organs are the key, he probably said, all right, sorry, Shaw. I love you, but um, I could care for you in a different way. You're all, it's time for something more important. Well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go a little concept I've been thinking. Now, I I don't know all the the people. I've heard different pieces of this and I kind of put it together on my own. A lot of people have kind of mapped this out and I actually find this really cool. Um and this like I said, if if you haven't read Defiance yet, this is a spoiler so just like flash ahead a little bit. <laughs> um but the the doctor in Defiance, uh she has a uh, a queen uh embryo inside her. Um, Correct. She ends up doing surgery. She pulls it out, but she ends up being sick. And the reason they say she's sick is because there's part of the xenovirus that is still inside her body. So even right. though it wasn't, not, it yeah, wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be removed, and her still live. Exactly. So okay, so I get that. So that brings me to this point. Now you have Shaw, who had 
uh, I don't know what we what do we call it the trilobite or I guess is what it yeah, ends sure. Okay, trilobite, so she has trilobite, it. Whatever. Now, if anybody remembers Prometheus, she does the uh, she does the the like the the C section on herself. She pulls right. it out when it's halfway above her. All of a sudden, it it comes out of like what would be I guess you know the 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 uterus sac, you know, or the embryo sac, and all that stuff comes down and goes inside of her. Okay, then she staples herself back up. Then she gets. Goes through the rest. Now she's, of course, she's hurt the rest of the way through because she has staples in and everything like that. So she gets on with David, gets in the ship. Everything's going right. If someone pointed out, if you noticed, um, she, through it, she was kind of like, you know, her hair was unkempt and like she, she didn't kind of, didn't seem right. Well, then later on, when he puts her in, you see in the prologue, when he puts her in the the cryo chamber, she's like her, her hair's a mess, her face is all mm-hmm. sweaty. You know, like she's wrapped up in kind of like a blanket. I took that as, is that the same kind of thing? Did she get sick? Ah, is, is her body fighting it? So does she end up dying when she gets to the planet? And then, in or, and, and, and then he feels responsible. So does he end up saying, well, then I'm going to use you to further, you know, you know, go down. Right. But like that's that was I, I just I kind of put those two things. And I'm like, was something in her that she was slowly dying? You Maybe know, she didn't realize it. Um, I was, I was trying to pick up on it when I saw it the second time, but you know when he was honoring Shaw, especially at the little garden, it looked like he had a special, almost like a green spore. Maybe that was part of Shaw's, you know, um, you know what he thought was, you know, uh, giving Shaw another life as maybe as part. Of his whole thing, yeah. you know, maybe using, I could I'd have again, I'd have to watch it again to to check, but I think he had special little Shaw spores. Yeah, it could be. I mean, he could have used her in a, in a, a certain way that to, because you like I said, you know, we don't know. You know, we all we saw was the spores that were on the ground. We saw them twice. We saw one right. go in a guy's nose, and we saw one go in a guy's ear. But we don't know how many different, I guess you'd call them traps. Uh, you know, yeah. he, he had out there for, for different things. And, you know, obviously there had to be different kinds because there was no animals. There's nothing. Yeah. You know, no yeah. birds, no animals. He no, killed them all. They're all. Yeah, they're all gone. Um, So, uh, you know, that's that's cool. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff. If you're going to see the movie and you're you have some angst about the way it went, you know, look at it from a different go out. And like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm not trying to push this book. Um, I just know that I absolutely love it. Um, I think we're going to have to ask for uh, royalties yeah, after this particular. I think so. uh, but I, I know you picked I'll give it you up. My PayPal account information. No, I'm <laughs> I know you picked it up. I know Jamie picked it up. I think yeah, Ryan I picked it, it up. I had it pre-ordered a long time ago. It it's, is. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. Um, and you see, there's so much stuff in here that you you see that you think, oh, that's okay. Now I get where it goes from here, and now I get where it goes from there. And but like I said, if you if anybody starts, take your time, see the movie again. And catch the little details. You know, that's like I said, that's you know, you brought a lot of them to my to my you know to my eyes, and I know I, I've told you about a couple of things I've caught on the way, but you know, there's so much more in there if you it's, just kind of. It's know, in my Wayland Yutani programming. I'm programmed to see this stuff. You're, yeah, small deed. Every what is it? Yes, uh, yeah, big things. Those small beginnings. There you go, David. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I guess that's uh, I guess we'll call that a wrap for the night. Um, yeah, so, um, I think so. I hope. Um, everyone enjoyed a little different um, look at Alien Covenant. I know it's been um, interesting since the movie came out yes. worldwide, but I think there's 
um, there's a lot of stuff good to talk about, and um, I hope this is something everyone still wants to do because I have plenty of other things I'd love to talk about with you. And, um, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, to talk about the stuff you like. There's plenty of us that would love to talk theories and uh, cool plot stuff and whatnot. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I, I appreciate you, you jumping on this with me. This is, you know, we're going to try to do this. Dave and I are going to do this, you know, as, as frequently as we can. We're going to get into everything. Um, like I said, we're both creature guys. You know, that's our big thing and, and everything that has to do that. So, you know, we'll have all kinds of stuff. We're going to throw some some comic knowledge at you and, and uh, some different things. But, Dave, as always, thank you very much. Uh, yes, appreciate, Michael. Appreciate it, buddy. Always a pleasure. You know, you can always check us out on the podcast. Subscribe. Um, if you haven't, check out uh, xenomorphing.com. And um, don't be afraid to comment. Thanks, everybody. When Captain Dallas are dead. Cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley. Last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off. <laughs>